And the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning and welcome to Fashion Friday. Spring feels. That's my thought for today. <laughs> spring feels. That's my been my thought for the week. I know it's windy out, but spring is on my mind. It's uh, almost in my closet. It's not on my body today. I'm I'm wearing the rare times I wear all black. I know it was it was more of a function of getting ready and getting out of the house on time. So um, I'm in all black today, which is very rare, but I am. I have accessorized with a nice Bob. This is what they call a neck mess. Neck mess. This well, I like called. the description like? because, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, but it's a lot of different styles thrown together, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And yet I like it. Good. Because it needed that much bulk there. Right. And yeah. To so offset I, the, the, the black top. Right. I have a fitted black t shirt on and a black skirt that's kind of a bit of an A line. It's a knit skirt, so it's uh, A line flares a little at the bottom and black boots. It's a rare, rare sight, Tina in all black. However, I, pi- I gr- literally grabbed like three, four, f- I think there's four necklaces. Some of them are doubled and threw them on and they're gold and they're all different. And some are vintage and some are newer and they're different me- uh, metals. They're all goldish, but they're all kind of like antiqued. So, um, yeah, it's what they call a neck mess. I learned this recently. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it just means a bunch of necklaces piled on. It looks a little messy, but it's sort of an organized mess. Mm. That's very much my life. All right. So, um, Spring is here. The official, uh, I believe it's next week. I think it's the 20th is the official mark. <clears throat> mark. <coughs> Sorry. Tickle in my throat today. Um, the official mark of spring. And is your wardrobe ready? Are you ready? And not to mention, by the way, we're basically seeing, and I'm really happy to say this, sort of the return to life a little bit slowly. We're getting there. Um, Some people more than others, some places more than others, some states more than others, as we know. Um, But I'm I'm saying this because the more people I work with, uh, clients-wise, they're all kind of almost at the same point in their lives, meaning getting back to dressing, getting back to um, going to events. Now, they're changed events, of course. They're different events. They're not like they once were. But the point is there's planning going on. There's weddings being planned. There's parties being had. There's events coming up in the sp- <clears throat> for the spring, summer. <clears throat> Sorry, pardon me. Um so that's all good. It's good news for all of us. It's good news for me, um, not just for my job, but I have to say I'm busier than ever right now. So thankfully so. Um, so there, I you know, have in my notes, return to life with a smiley face, just because that just means I know it's not, I know, again, for some people, it's much slower than others. And some people return to life is not really going to change much. Maybe you just work from home and that's it. That's your, you know, returning to life might be, you know, you get to see someone that you haven't seen in a while um, because of this pandemic. So having said that, I think what's more important, since our shopping habits have changed so much before the pandemic, let's face it, they changed. The whole online presence really changed the game. Um, I think it's important to basically shop smarter and shop fewer. I can't believe I'm saying that. But I think fewer, smarter pieces can really perk up a wardrobe 
And um, I think, I, you know, I'm here. It's my job to kind of know what's in, what's not. But it's it's beyond that. My job is definitely much more than that. But that's always the first question people ask. And we want to know, you know, what's in for this? Even if they don't care or don't necessarily adapt the trends, they just want to know. It's always like a conversation point. So, um, of course, I always know because I find it interesting, too. And again, whether or not I'm I'm subscribing to that or loving, hating, whatever, you know, you have to know. And um, it's fun. So I'm going to get to that in a little bit. I'm going to get to things that I'm loving and loathing. I made a little quick list. First, I wanted to circle back to Fashion Week update. The very last week of fashion, by the way, it's still happening now, is Paris. This is probably one of my favorites. I don't know. It's a tie between uh, Milan Fashion Week and Paris. I don't know. There's some pretty good shows. And so far, I've I've just seen a few shows, but I wanted to share notes from one of them, and it was Chloe. That's a popular designer brand. Um, The designer, her name is Gabrielle Hurst. You may or may not know her if you know anything about the fashion world. She actually is a designer. She's got her sort of namesake collection of ready-to-wear, and now she's designing for Chloe as well. So um, she's was always known for this bag. It was called the Dumpling Bag. It came out uh, years ago, and it was really popular. So popular, hard to get. You had to get on a waiting list, one of those kind of bags. I saw it. I liked it. I thought, hmm, if I happen to stumble across one, great. Um, now I tend to look at... Um, pre-loved as they call it you know things that are someone bought and maybe used once or twice and then because that's really the market for where to find things like that but they're still pretty pricey uh anyway she's designing for chloe and i loved this collection the emphasis was on sustainable practices you know we love that apparently there is a plan in place with this design house to lower the carbon emissions by 2025 Okay, Um, and so and here's the side. This is a side note. Here's the thing. We're talking more and more. We're seeing more designers get on board with becoming more and more sustainable. Many designers are doing it in different ways. Um, Some people, you know, you have to start slow. I think it's just like us, you know, like me personally. I can't say, oh, I'm 100 percent green. I'm trying, but that's the point, to try to make little efforts. You know, I think most of us at this point recycle. I remember a time when I was a kid, we never recycled. You know, 70s, 80s, never. <laughs> you know, it was it was like an odd household if they recycled. Now, I, I don't think I've ever I, – I'm, I go into a household where people aren't doing some sort of recycling. We've all, we've all got recycle bins. So there's that. Then taking it even a step further and really trying to, you know, in terms of clothing and wardrobe and becoming more and more aware of brands that are becoming sustainable, really important. Because, again, it's not just about the recycling. It's also about the work environment. It's about, you know, the work field. Where is this being made and, and how is it being made? Is it being made in a sweatshop? Is it being made, you know, is it uh, locally sourced? Uh, is it natural fibers? Is it, you know, and we can go deeper and deeper, which I've discussed this here on the show a little bit. Maybe I'll do another show about that, the depths of what really what sustainability is in the fashion industry. Um, but the point is, it's how and where it, and the, all of that and what is made. Um, so Chloe is really, and, and by the way, another side note, Stella McCartney was one of the very first designers to do this completely across the board. I remember this years ago when I really first started to like or look at this brand, and I thought, 
Vegan leather? What? I thought, there's no way this brand is going to sustain itself with, you know, all of this vegan stuff. Like, I don't know. Here I am, years later. She was onto something, that Stella. Uh, so Chloe, by the way, she also used to design for Chloe. So Chloe, the brand, um, I want to talk about what they showed. Series of ponchos in stripes and solids, lots of knit maxi dresses, trench coats, you know, my favorite, um, recycled cashmere. I thought that, that was interesting. Interesting. I haven't heard about that yet. So lots of recycled cashmere, um, tailored jackets that tie at the waist, uh, shearlings, both cropped and long versions, and overall pretty much, oh, and some repurposed vintage bags, which I like that too. And I thought, that's a great idea. I don't know how many designers do this, but within their own collection, let's take a big, big brand like Gucci. How many, uh, there have to be tons and tons of leftovers. Like, where are those leftovers going? Things that are not sold. And I'm not, and maybe we take, uh, okay, there's a portion of them that go to outlets eventually. There's such a thing as a Gucci outlet? Yes, there Ooh, is. Wow. You didn't know? No. Oh, there's every outlet you can imagine. <laughs> you name it. But here's the thing. Some outlets, they're, yes, they will get leftover things from a season or two seasons before, and they'll sell it. Other outlets, depends on the brand, just make cheaper stuff for the outlet. Oh. And people don't know that. Mm. Yeah. So they think, let's say, I, I, I don't know if Gucci does that. I don't think they do. But let's just say brand X, you know, sells for $1,500 in the store. And then you think, oh, I'm getting a $1,500 bag. It's just a season old, you know, from last season. Not necessarily true. You might be getting a, you know, $50 bag, which... It would be great, but if you're expecting to get the $1,500 bet, you know. Yeah, they will make things of lesser quality and put the label on it. It might be a slightly different label. That's Those are things you can pay attention to. And ask. Always, always ask. That's why I say relationships with salespeople in mm. the stores is so important. So, yeah. So there's that. But I'm thinking you could still – there's still – you know, maybe that's another way to co- sort of control the black market because a lot of these bags end up on the black market. Maybe that's another I, – I don't know. I'm, this is probably not something I should be speaking to. But take some of the leftovers and then just recycle them. Maybe you change it up for the next season or maybe not. Maybe you kind of put it away and then you bring it out, you know, three, four, five years down the road and it's, it's not exactly vintage but it's recycled. So why not? Maybe they would think that if it's not different, it wouldn't sell. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But that customer has to be uh, very small, I would think. You know, the person that has to have always new, new, new. It's great to have new stuff. But if they said, hey, we're using bags from three years ago with our new collection, I actually would like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just the odd duck. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I was happy to hear about Chloe. Overall, the, the palette was neutral. So lots of neutral colors, nothing too bright or bold. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I guess it's good to keep our neutrals in. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of sick of neutrals, I have to say. I really, really am. I bought a new uh, shirt. I finally had an idea for something I wanted more of that I already had, which was a polar fleece pullover, oh. quarter zip. And kind of what I'm wearing now, except this is uh, not polar fleece. And... I thought, well, I want something with more a different color. I already have a couple of colors. I'm like, eh, let me get something. I got a gray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's okay to go with what you know. 
Yeah. You know, go with what you're comfortable. Did they offer other colors? Did you look at Yes, other- although unfortunately uh, many of those were out of stock at the time. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. And the reds weren't red that I liked. Right. And you were looking on a computer. Yeah. So there's always that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for me, that's probably one of the biggest problems is color when I'm getting something because yes. it's often not what is on the computer. It could be your screen or it could be there, you know, changing it and filtering yep. it or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That just recently happened to me. I ordered a coat. It's a trench coat, but it's a very spectacular trench coat. It's one like I haven't seen yet. And it's got this like quilted collar and it's quilted down the back. It's really sharp. It's wrong size. I'm returning it, but I'm going to get the right size. But it looked like an, you know, a true army green, like olive kind of green. Green, but definitely green. And I got it and it's definitely more brown. Definitely. Like I'm like, oh, this looks like more muddy brown. And I was really hoping for the green. So, But I really like it, and I probably will pop a color up around my face, so then it'll, it'll be fine. It'll work. And the jacket is spectacular, mm. I must say. All right, so I want to move into spring trends that I'm loving and loathing, and I'm going to share with you all of the uh, reasons why I'm loving and or not loving. Um, just a couple of them I've highlighted. First one up is uh, shoulder pad The shoulder padded tee. So this we're seeing, we saw this last season and the season before fall, and uh, we saw a long sleeve version for the fall. We saw a sleeveless for last spring. So I have invested in, I probably have about three now. All of them I bought at Zara because all of them I refused to spend too much money on. I thought, I don't know if I'm really going to love this. I love a shoulder pad, but it works for my body type. So um, as long as it's not super, super, super thick. When it's too thick, then it, it looks weird. Um, and what I love about a, if it's a slight shoulder pad, I think this is something anyone can wear. Um, it's ageless, it's seasonless. If it's a t-shirt or, or a long sleeve shirt, I really like it. Blazers. I like the shoulder pad. So I'm loving that. I know it's a trend right now, but I would say even, even if it's not in trend, I would still wear it again. If it looks good, wear it. Trends are just something to kind of give you an idea for something new. And, uh, what I'm not loving the trend counter is the tie-dye tees. Are you actually loathing these? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Because we had this discussion once before that you think I really love them, but I love to loathe them. Um, Yes, I'm I'm loathing them. The tees, I'm specific. I still have my one maxi skirt that's tie-dyed that I love, but it's very different. It's very glamorous. It's a glamorous tie-dye. You know, it's very, it's like this beautiful sheer fabric, whatever. Anyway, it's the tees that I'm loathing. Yes. Um, okay. Loving cardigan sweaters. Cardigan sweaters, you think, a trend? No, not really a trend. It's just they're more popular right now. Um, so this is something I think that you should always have in your wardrobe. But they seem to be more oversized. Sometimes they're called grandpa sweaters. Um, I love them. But it's basically a sweater that's going to button in the front. It's maybe a little bit chunkier, a thicker knit, and it might be a little bit, it's not fitted. It's more oversized. Loving, loving, loving. This is so that it'll hang nicely even if it's not buttoned. Exactly. It's almost like replacing a blazer, a casual blazer. Exactly. And that's how I'm wearing it too. I'm wearing it over like a fitted dress, even over, I'd wear it today over what I have, a fitted t-shirt and a, and a knit skirt. I'd wear a, a sweater, you know, if it worked, a, a cardigan specifically. And I like, I'm not big on over the head sweaters. I tend to get warm 
quickly or cold. I like when I can throw something on and it's not disrupting like, oh, hair and all that other stuff. Um, and what I'm loathing are the chick- uh, yeah, th- thicker, chunky sweaters. That's what I'm really, I, I don't know. I think that time and a place, you know, skiing, super cold weather, fine. But the ch- really, really heavy, heavy ones that I've seen out, they tend to get, I, I feel like they're less practical. I must have some that are a decade old or more. I don't think I need to ever buy that kind of sweater again. Right. I could Actually, I should give them up. I should give them away. Because once you have them, it's almost like you probably rarely wear them. Yeah. 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 It's like that occasional, oh my gosh, it's, you know, 15 degrees out. Well, we, we don't, luckily, we don't have that too often in this mm. area. Right. And again, you're going from place to place. You know, you usually have a coat on, you got a couple layers on. I just think they're impractical. It's fine, again, if you're a skier or you live in Aspen maybe or even up north, maybe where you're getting more use out of it. I think they're, they're just limited. And again, I prefer to have layers on. Okay, what am I loving? Let's talk colors. I am loving, right now, there's lots of pink. Pink is everywhere. Pink, 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 pink. Um, I love certain shades of pink. I love green and I love yellow. We're seeing lots of this. What am I loathing? (laughs) My friends could answer this because I've been talking about this a lot. All the neutrals. I'm kind of done with the neutrals. Not that they don't have a place in everyone's wardrobe. They do. Absolutely. You should have a great, you know, khaki color jacket or brown or tan or navy. Absolutely. But there's been a trend. We're talking specifically about the trends. And personally, I blame it on the Kardashians because that seems to be all they wear. When when I do see them, I'm like, oh, another beige outfit. (laughs) Um, And that has been the trend for probably two years now. So I see influencers. I see YouTubers. I see all these younger girls and all they will wear is beige or cream. That's fine. I love the colors. But what happened to color? It's like they don't, they purposely are like anti-color now. I'm like, oh my goodness. Color is great. You just, you know, you have to find your 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 shade, of course. But um, so I'm, I'm just done with neutrals. I'm done with it all, I have to say. And again, not that I'm getting rid of it. I'm just moving on. We're welcoming color back. I also think we're forgetting that certain colors definitely have an effect on our on our emotion whether we realize it or not so and I think now is a good time to have upbeat feelings right or up sort of sort of uh anything that can make us feel upbeat so color can absolutely do that okay next on my list what I'm loving trench coats as I always do (laughs) what I'm loathing are believe it or not denim I have denim jackets and anoraks and anorak jacket um, again, there's a purpose for them, but I don't know that I need to wear that all the time. It's a little like a raincoat. I don't think I own a raincoat, actually. I don't. I have a trench coat that would be water repellent if I needed to go out in the rain, for okay. sure. So that's kind of taking care of the purpose. Um, denim jackets, okay, not, I shouldn't, maybe I don't loathe them, but I think I'm just kind of putting them on the back burner right now because there's so many other options right now that I really love. Um, for example, the shacket I've loved, um, that sort of shirt jacket. I love that in the fall. Uh, I don't know about the spring because they tend to be heavier, almost like a flannelly material or a thicker, so probably not for spring. But um, I am loving anything quilted right now, I have to say. Quilted. Quilted is the way. Uh, next on my list, statement necklaces I'm loving. That includes pendants, chokers, 
pearls, mixed metals. I'm loving it all. What I'm loathing, the very dainty, dainty jewelry. I'm kind of over it. Moving on. Again, it has a place if you've got it. I I never get rid of jewelry. It's rare that I will get rid of jewelry. And I have a lot of costume jewelry. And I'm talking like from $5 to $500. I have really good quality and I have really not so good quality. So I just, I like to collect jewelry, um, particularly vintage. So the very light and dainty stuff, yes, once in a while you wear something, that's what it needs. But I'm not really in, if I'm making a new purchase, it's going to be something of substance. I like the return of the statement necklace. This was very popular, oh gosh, five, five, six, seven, eight years ago, maybe, maybe even longer than that. I remember... Um, yeah, I want to say like 2005, six, the big statement jewel or statement necklaces girls were wearing everywhere and kind of like just exploded. I like that. Um, it doesn't have to be as big. I prefer now like what I have on today where there's lots of different textures and mixed metals and lots of different things, hence the neck mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, dainty jewelry. Okay. Time and a place. Fine. Maybe it's a wedding or an event, but not really loving it these days. Last on my list are I'm loving jumpsuits, maxi dresses, and printed shirt dresses. Loathing anything bodycon, anything um, like the and the rompers. First of all, I don't see the point of a romper. I know they're popular; lots of people like them. It's a one piece thingy. It's a little. It's a little like a jumpsuit. I get it, but it's shorts, and I feel like well, then just wear a dress. You know, because it's not easy to get on and off like a jumpsuit. But a jumpsuit is one piece. I feel that's more utilitarian than a romper. I don't know. That's my theory. And the really, really fitted, 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 tight, tight, tight stuff. Like that's, you know, the bodycon dresses that goes all the way down. Yeah, fitted is one thing. Bodycon is another level. That's when it's super, super tight. And, um, you know, it just not, a, it's not, it doesn't suit everyone. In fact, it suits few. (laughs) So, you know, then you're getting into wearing the right undergarments. You've got it. Well, if you have to do all that to get the look you want, I don't know. I just think, no, there's a better way. We can find something else where you don't have to worry about spanks and this and that, you know. And again, this is in general. This isn't specific. Like if it's a specific event, that's a different story. I'm all about, you know, getting the right proper undergarments. So, those are the things I'm loving and loathing right now. <laughs> and uh, oh, I have colors on my list. I wanted to end the show with talking about colors. I'm going to take a quick break, though. We come back, spring colors and how to wear them. And we're circling back to the color of the year. You won't want to miss this on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do.
Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, spring is here, I think, even though it's not official. Um, The weather outside, and in my mind, it is spring. So let's talk colors and how to wear them. As you may have remembered, and if you didn't, I'll remind you, the color of the year as according to Pantone, they choose the color of the year. They chose two this year again. It was illuminating and ultimate gray. Illuminating is basically yellow. It is a bright but very warm yellow, so it's not neon or lemony or citrusy. It's more warmy warm warm yellow and ultimate gray is a gray i thought wow that there's so many shades of gray it's think of pebbles on a beach so it's a softer lighter gray light to medium i would say light to medium not super super light so those are the colors of the year and pretty easy to wear i think especially i mean anybody can wear gray yellow gets a little bit trickier um and then there's also ten, there's like 10 other colors from the trend report i'm only i've only highlighted a few here today so I, I thought you know i could talk about them but it's really i think more important or valuable to talk about how to wear them so one of the colors by the way you can see all this on pantone.com so if you want to look at what i'm talking about just type in the search bar pantone.com you'll see color of the year you can click on that and then you can scroll down and you can also see all this this whole trend report it breaks it down even into city so it'll say color trend report for new york it'll say for london milan i thought i think it's really it goes based on the fashion weeks so So for us (laughs) over here on this side of the pond, it's French blue was one of them. That's the name of it. And it's basically like a bold medium blue. I love this blue. This blue is timeless. It's ageless. It's sexless. Anyone would look good in this color blue, but it's a bold blue. Pairs really nicely with, I think, a very, very soft yellow, coral, or blush love so french blue check that out cerulean is the other blue that they've listed this is a much much lighter blue so this is like sky blue yeah i always thought cerulean was a very dark color but i guess not i know well i think that maybe because i thought that too but this is what pantone's calling (laughs) cerulean a lighter blue this one to me acts almost like a neutral and i think you could pair this with a marigold yellowy goldy you could pair it with brown looks really good guys in a suit with brown um or if you want to pop a color i'd pair it with like a bright cherry red um but it's one of those blues that really could be worn warm or cool and then lastly on my list is rust I picked this color because this is a little bit harder to wear, but it's very earthy brown. Kind of looks like autumn leaves. Um, Pairs nice with peach for the spring. So if you see something rust, which is kind of almost in the same color family, a soft peach would be really pretty. Um, Or just pair it back with neutrals. Obviously, everything always goes with neutrals. So that's how you're going to wear the colors. And those are some of my favorites. I'm going to talk more about these as the weeks go on. I'm going to pick a couple of them from Pantone and just discuss like how to wear them and how to think of new things. Maybe you can shop your closet and kind of pair new things together to make outfits. All right, that'll do it for me this week on Fashion Friday. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Hurting Americans need their COVID-19 stimulus money now. But Washington, D.C. is extremely divided, and this will in no way come out appeasing both sides. Senate clerks were told to read the entire 628-page bill on the floor. It took nearly 11 hours just to read the bloated bill. The Senate vote was 50-50, with Vice President Kamala Harris falling in line with her party. The bill will go back to the House to approve changes made by the Senate and could go to a final vote this weekend. Financial experts say if passed, your children and grandchildren will be on the hook to pay this money back. China's leader